We ready? Oh, like, go? Go. Hello and welcome back to Raining Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal and, and I was unprepared. Is... <laughs> and this is Carmen. <laughs> Listen, she's like, go. And I'm like, go? Go. <laughs> Tell me when to go. 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 go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, guys, this is going to be a Married at First Sight recap. Boom. This season is slowly creeping its way out of hell. Slowly. Yes. This is what I have grown used to from Married at First Sight before they just, you know, went off-roading with our feelings and, you know, reality. Um, So, I mean, this is what I was used to. Like, this is how the shows went. Like, you were genuinely, you know, um, interested in, in the couples or whatever. And, you know, you watched them either deteriorate or grow together. And so this is what I'm used to. So um, I'm I'm enjoying it. Like you said, it's creeping out of hell. I don't know what's going to happen. Don't I cannot predict the future, but I am definitely enjoying the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are now back from honeymoon and it is what moving day yes it yes mo- and let me tell you i was getting my tweets off crystal let me tell you i was getting these <laughs> tweets off <laughs> but it's moving day so we get to see the space the apartments are nice i asked like what side of town the apartments were on like were they on the west bank or like in the cbd uh, I couldn't tell. It definitely looked like right. a new construction. So maybe the name of it, uh, the name on the building says Gotham Streets, if I'm not mistaken. Gotham so I'm like, Streets. That's what it says. Mm. Or maybe I'm making it up. But it's Gotham something. Let's Google it. Gotham real quick. something. Gotham Streets, New Orleans. Researching, researching. Right. Googling, Googling. Gotham Lofts, New Orleans. Andrew Higgins. Oh, that's um uh that's in the warehouse district. Okay. Okay. Right. It looks like warehouse esque. So yes. yeah, that makes sense. All right, cool. Okay, back to the topic. <laughs> yeah. So they moved in. They yes. moving in. They got into the you know, the shared living situation. Everybody yes. lives in this place. And yeah, who are we gonna start with? Carter? We can, well, my first tweet was Bennett in this damn <laughs> nightgown. So um, he changed. He gonna wear the night a nightgown. He gonna yeah, sw- it's gonna be a nightgown. <laughs> and then I think it kind of it really opened up with Miles and Karen, and it it threw me off because they were already talking about the doghouse. Like, what room was gonna be the doghouse? So here we go again with Karen. <laughs> putting up walls and pushing miles yeah. away. That's what I took from that particular um, comment at that time. Right. I see that. And then we see uh, Christina and Henry and off top, Christina's talking shit about the space. And I'm like, it's a temporary space. And for a bitch that's been living out her car, I suspect you should be more grateful to have some elbow room and some space to stretch your legs out. 
So I think they answered a question fairly early in that episode regarding what she's lying about. I think she's lying. I think she's pulling the Michael. I feel like she's she might be lying about her work and possibly her living situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm I'm gathering that I love the makeup stuff about these people <laughs> and what they do, um, and why they do it and their friends and stuff. So I don't know her situation, but uh, for her to be living out of her car, especially when we saw her, you know, footage somewhere, girl, you know. She was somewhere. I don't know where she was, but she was somewhere recording. And so um, I don't know what to think about the fact that she doesn't have an actual dwelling. So I, I think that's a part of the lie, Carmen. Probably. My next note was three cats. So clearly we're talking about Brett and Olivia. And then I have the smells, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> three cats. Listen, I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'm I'm glad their cats at least get along. You hadn't heard about any, no, you know, we no, no issues. We haven't. We we bounce back to Amelia and Bennett, and they have made a heart out of their snorkels from a honeymoon above the bed. I thought that that was very cute. And then we go into because we've just seen the first night at the houses. I miss somebody. Oh, Amani and Woodrow. They see the space. I think they really like it. But then we move into seeing each other's faces. And we see Olivia's house first, I believe. Uh-huh. That little raggler ass, <laughs> little bit ass house with an ugly ass bathroom. Stop. And the part about that situation that just really annoyed me, we can just see more and more that Olivia, it, right, and she is just not willing to 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 bend or give much. Like she yeah. she seemed very adamant about having Brett. Yeah, I mean, live I, see with her I see that. In a rental, as opposed to her moving into his home with a mortgage, like she's she's just a selfish chick, and I just I just don't like it. Right, so what what I got like so she's very proud of her home, right? I don't know why. Brett Brett was very proud of his home. I feel like he was like, Oh, it's nice. His only issue was the fact that it was rent, right? And then hers, like she was just like kinda like like he said, made me laugh like she was on a boring field trip or something. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, pretty accurate. She was not interested at all. Not pleased at all. But I feel like he's a man. He's doing manly things with his space. It's just been him. Mm -hmm. He's had no reason to spruce it up. He's like a pretty much basic guy. But that's Olivia's job. You know, as the wife, come and make this house a home. Right. Like the house has potential to be whatever your house is over there. You know, so like you can make that look you can make his house look just like yours and I don't know what the problem is, right? And so like you like you spoke on it, like Olivia is selfish and this is her selfish episode was this episode. Like you got to see why she was single, why she is single, why she's in the position that she's in because of all these like she has like she I think her go to is what do I want? Right. You know? And I mean it's okay if you're somebody who has been devoid of you know considering yourself right but you as an only child i feel like have always been considerate 
considered. So I don't understand why you are just, well, I do understand you're spoiled. Mm. So, I mean, I feel like you can work out of this place of what do I want? What do I want? And be like, oh, how do we make this ours? You know? Right. And I think that should be her goal. Right. She didn't have one nice thing. Well, they didn't have a nice thing to say about either one of their places. Well, no, I feel like he told her it was nice and he meant it. Like, I think he told her that. Like, he did diss her bathroom really hard. Overall, we all dissed that bathroom real hard. Yeah, he did. He did. But he didn't just like, he wasn't just like, uh uh. Nah uh. He wasn't just like negative. Like she was negative in his piece. Yeah, she definitely was. I don't I don't like her. And and like you <laughs> said previously, we're we're seeing why you single, sis. Because you you just you a fun sucker, you boring as fuck, you are slick mean. Maybe that's the wrong word, but you definitely don't you definitely don't give much in a relationship. And and I I have a note here. Olivia is still using the word my way more than I think she should be considering that we're two and a half weeks into a marriage, but that's just me. Um, let's see. Oh, then we get on. Did you have anything else to add about the living situations between Brett and Olivia? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. Yeah. I think that it's in their best interest to just move into his home because it's way easier to get out of a lease than it is a mortgage. Um, and then maybe down the line, maybe in five years, y'all see where the marriage is. If y'all say yes on decision day, and then y'all go house shopping and you get a I house feel, that y'all both I feel like. like this. I feel like this, Carmen. I feel like if she throws up a fuss about moving into his home, she's going to lose him because he's so responsible financially and budgeting. That's just not going to make any sense to him to move out. He's going to probably be more along the lines of let's make this look like something you want to live in opposed to finding somewhere totally new anytime soon. Right. So she's going to lose out on a relationship if she try if she does have a fight about mm. that space. That's what I feel today. Unless Brett, you know, really falls for and, you know, tries to compromise more. But as of today, if she does a fit about it, I don't think they're going to work. I agree. I agree. Onward to Amelia and Bennett and we see Amelia's living situation first and Mm -hmm. I said god damn how many roommates does she have so many I noticed that like (laughs) early on so many like where do they live like in a house or something it was probably just just a duplex or something like that that they've converted or just a massive house that they're all living out of i don't recall if she mentioned if these people were maybe classmates or something like that but her room was massive like she really had like a tiny apartment inside of her her room so i guess it's not a terrible living situation i personally just wouldn't want to live with that many people yeah no yeah no but yeah yeah people different people different and these are definitely two different people not saying that they're different from each other they're just different from everybody else okay period they are unique man like i i hadn't so peculiar yes. so peculiar yeah i they she has a definitely a very eclectic style that i can totes um appreciate you know it definitely goes with her aesthetic and her personal mm-hmm. style and so she packs up a few things and then we move on to bennett's tiny house 
So did I? I was kind of concerned. I can sense that he was a little bit anxious about how she would feel about his situation or whatever, and it just made me love her more when yeah. she was just so impressed with him, right? Because of it, I'm just like, dang, like, could could they be any more perfect? I mean, because <laughs> let's like, not front, like, bro, you built your own house. I mean, it didn't have a bathroom or a kitchen, but you built your own house, like. That's yeah. dope. I don't give a damn how you slice the cake. But can we just speak to the editing? Because they did kind of, they almost led us to believe that she was going to be like repulsed by the fact that this man lived in a in a shipping container. <laughs> um, um, but that's what you have to expect at this point. You oh, know yeah. they play games. Oh, yeah. You know oh, they yeah. do. But you then, know they do. But then my man was like, oh yeah, can you take off your shoes? <laughs> Girl, I was like, sure, in this shipping container. I, I had a joke definitely. for that. I don't remember it today, but I had a joke for that. <laughs> um, like, no, I had said, why she got to take her shoes off? She already walked clear across the Ooh. house, you know, as soon as she walked in. I'm like, why? She already walked clear across the house, you know, but yeah, that's what Ooh, I said. Yeah, but yeah, like Amelia and Bennett, we're feeling just like many of the viewers are feeling like they're just. They're just so great together. I still yeah. feel like this moving situation is going to rear its ugly head in upcoming episodes. Um, but let me not put the cart before the horse because I definitely want to touch back on that. I do. Me too. It's probably so, the same thing that we want to talk about. Probably. So we'll just... And I can't wait to get there. So, <laughs> um, yes. That's the hard part about the recaps, y'all. Like we want to just jump right in. But we also know, at least I know, like just from uh, people that I know that listen, they don't watch the show. So they listen to it to figure out what's going on. So them listening is watching. So we're right. going to try to s- stay in sync here. Right. Uh, so Olivia ended up like just really like she just took a whole new and like she just took something different away for a reason she likes Bennett so mm-hmm. much right she already thinks he's cute as pie she already you know she's already attracted to him they already have tons of fun and now that she knows he's built his house and she's just walking around and she's impressed and I feel like you know if Bennett was still like kind of uncertain about how she felt about him mm-hmm. I feel like after they left his tiny house he knew can we say that Bennett is giving off big dick energy? I'm feeling big dick <laughs> energy from Bennett. Elephant trunk, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> because, like, listen, like, I told you early on, like, I go for the person who is so themselves. Yeah. And he, he doesn't, he has no hangups, none. He's exactly. just who he is. That's it. That's all. I appreciate that about him. He is, that's, that's like, I feel like that's a hard, um, I feel like you honestly, let me tell the truth. I feel like not as much, Brett, not as much, but I feel like Brett is himself too. Yeah. Right. And I feel like they did a good job this season on at least two guys. I'm not going to knock any other guy, but I can tell you in these, at least two Bennett and Brett, that they are very sturdy as far as who they are. Yeah. A lot of men don't come to the table stable, mm. not, not saying financially, but stable in who they are. And that's the problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They looking for financial sta- stability to be married and, you know, to, you know, be with somebody, but you really need to just be individually stable. Yeah. I agree. 100,000%. So yeah. Stable. Uh, he's so stable. I appreciate that. That's he's the name. That's the solid. name of the episode. Bennett's BDE. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Okay, onward to, well, we kind of splash into Amani and Woodrow. I think Pastor uh-huh. Cal makes a visit at this point. And, um, yeah, so this was a big situation for me. Like, I'm sitting on the couch, you know, just imagine the curls that Crystal used to have because they was just shaking all over my head during this conversation. <laughs> um, but we find uh-huh. out that... Amani and Woodrow are sometimes using protection after two weeks of knowing each other. Well, because she said they've only had sex once. That was the. I, do we believe the, that? I do because um, she said that we've only had sex once, so we didn't use it that one time. So, child, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I know it took a lot of showers, but I don't know. <laughs> Because Woodrow said he was trying to have a honeymoon baby. And I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Pastor Cal said, that's sweet. (laughs) You know what? I enjoy Pastor Cal. Like, I honestly enjoy when the the experts are interacting because I feel like these couples need that. So I love to see the experts interact. And Pastor Cal, I'm going to say he's my favorite expert, even though, you know, it's hard to be an expert. We use that term loosely. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like he's my favorite because especially when he's re- talking to the black couples or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like, yeah, like I feel like the women feel at home with Pastor Cal mm-hmm. and the men feel comfortable with him too. And so it's just a real good thing. I yeah. just really enjoyed it. I feel like that's what made this episode so good. Yeah. It's because he was all up in their business getting them asking and having the conversations they need to. to grow for up. sure. For sure. Uh, but then we, the, the, the conversation took a turn. I'm not sure how we got to this particular subject matter, but it got to the, on the topic of changes and quick changes. And Woodrow seemed to feel very strongly about appearance and hair. And my note here was this Woodrow, you cannot police your wife's body or personal style. If Amani feel like she want to come in here with a Caesar, she can if she damn well pleases and you just get right. over it. You know what I'm saying? And right. then he tried to, to equate haircuts with unwanted abortion. And I was like, we can't make that jump. Not with the best, uh, right. uh, uh, tennis but shoes, see, baby. We can't listen. So even though, <laughs> even though Woodrow is a teacher, I feel like, um, communication is not a strong suit so i feel like a lot of things that he might tie in um won't make sense but what i did hear is that he just really wants to be involved Mm -hmm. with everything you know like he took it to the abortion and you know not having a say to in it or whatever and he 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 I don't know the word. I want to say equivocated, but I don't feel like that works. But he, um, he, he equate, tried to make equate it, the it equate, huh? Equate. He, he tried to equate. To, yeah. Uh, he equated it to her talking to him about the hair, and all I could say or take from that was just he just wants to be involved in everything, and maybe. Um, that's his weird love language where he just wants to be considered in every decision. But hair and it makes him is feel not important. the hill that you need to die on, sir. You need to find a, a better hill. Well, I'm saying with his lack of experience as far as like maybe serious relationships or people he really feels on that level as far as like somebody he wants to spend a lifetime with, I'm, I feel like that makes him feel a lot of feelings he's really not comfortable with because he's mm-hmm. not used to it. And so all he knows is that this woman is very important to him. And he wants to always see her 
as you know the love of his life and if she changes unfortunately it looks sad if it sounds horrible that he he might change as well mm. but this is very this is re- reality you know like the dating world that he's been used to is he wanted women probably to look a certain way mm-hmm. right and he went for the same type of women every time right so not we know that he's physically attracted to her and he loves her and he you know wants to be with her but it's like little things like that that change immediately like if they were to have a baby they, that would be like uh that would be horrible for their relationship growing mm. but it's like that type of change is like what it would be even though this is light even though it's like a haircut that'll grow back it's still a change i feel like he's sensitive to change period and he's very like he really really wants the communication to be open where he feels considered because I feel like his biggest issue with that abortion was that he didn't even feel considered. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100% on that. But we talking about a haircut. I'm not going to ask you nothing <laughs> about my hair. I'll let you know, hey, I'm going to the salon. I'm thinking about doing this. But it's not really like your choice to tell me. Right. It's, nev- it's never their choice. Right. It's never their choice. Never. But here's the issue that I have with this conversation because there are women who, you know, are confidently changing whatever they want to change about themselves when they get ready. And whatever their spouse feels, it's like, no, never mind. Or whatever, this is me. He gonna get with it or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's some women who want to have that, you know, that same confidence and freedom to change themselves as often as they want to, but then they want feedback from that spouse right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that woman i'm concerned with because it's like if you wanted feedback you should have got it before you did that Mm. right valid (laughs) that's valid that's valid right and so like i feel like if you're moving around in that space to where you're not really concerned you feel like he's going to be fine with whatever it is you do because y'all have talked about it then you're good but if you're that person that's going to go try things new because you want to but then you want his feedback and once you say stuff like do you like it listen I'm sorry for you. I, I just don't think <laughs> I just don't think doing this on your own without the preliminary communication is smart. Got you. So this ultimately boils down to what you said earlier. He just wants to be in the loop. Not necessarily mm-hmm. to say yes or no, but just to right. be privy. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I I guess I can appreciate that, Woodrow. <laughs> I guess. Onward. To Christina and Henry. And okay, I think we had too much fun on his um, house layout. I think whoever I think his I... landlord is need they ass beat. Do you tell me, like, what, what, what were you thinking, landlord? Like the, kitchen, the kitchen was the afterthought. Like, oh, we need a kitchen. We need a kitchen. <laughs> How are we gonna get it in here now? We already have this whole building. They turned Listen, a coat like... closet into a kitchen. That's what they did. I feel like they dug a hole outside the house and said, this going to have to work <laughs> after the house was built. Like I was like, okay, how about y'all just pack up the kitchen like a chashki and put it in a box and take it to the new place mm. because it's that small. Mm. Right. So I'm just like, listen, this is the smallest kitchen ever in life. She girl. went down there and was like, what? But listen, <laughs> you girl, I didn't say half the shit I wanted to say about Christina, but I was definitely getting some, uh, some tweets off. Um, just her look of like disdain and disgust for his like that's his space. Like at least he got like a it space. It was perfect for him. Yes, like he doesn't cook that much, which is fine because we all know I got a nice little film of dust on my cooktop because a bitch don't cook over here. Okay, <laughs> so like I'm not gonna get mad at the man for 
we just need some place to keep the drinks cold at this point. You know what I'm saying? Which is fine, which is probably why he picked the space. Right. It's clear that it was an afterthought. Like you said, let's, we need <laughs> we need a kitchen just so we comply with code, right? So let's put right. the, let's add the kitchen on. <laughs> Boom. But then we also see Christina pull up and whatever the fuck she was driving there was dirty. And, you know, she has so many opinions. <laughs> I think I put, are we going to see Christina's car now? <laughs> Girl. See when she see how she riding dirty. But then she said something about loving the cook and then I said where? And let me tell you, that little tweet just kind of blew up. Cause I'm just like, you love to cook where, honey? You don't have no <laughs> you don't have no on your little on your little one eye little jaunt that you got in the back seat. Like I don't somebody else's stove? Where you like to cook at is what I'm trying to figure out. Girl, they got a uh, car charger hot plates, apparently. And, and clearly, she- and clearly she can't cook. Cause we'll get to that. Okay. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> she, I, remind me after this show to tell you who she's giving me vibes of. Okay. Okay. Just ask me when we get, when we wrap this one up. Okay. And I can't wait to tell you anyway. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Girl. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so we see that, um, you know, and then when she's trying to give her story about, why she's living from pillar to post, you know, I I mentioned that, you know, I know a couple of people that are flight attendants and they got whole mortgages. So tell us why you really living out your car. You know what I'm saying? A shout out to Odeon. Uh, I wanted to have her on this episode, but you know, she, you know, jet setting doing her flight attendant thing. So maybe she can come on to the next recap episode because I'm trying to figure out, like I say, I know people with, you know, apartments in their, their home States. You know what I'm saying? I've heard of instances about flight attendants who really like hustling and really do a lot of international flights. They kind of have a setup kind of like model houses that Tyra Banks used to talk about when top model was on like these apartments where the rooms kind of had bunk beds and like, so Mm -hmm. I've seen those types of situations when, you know, folks are, you know, moving and shaking, but the fact that you just have nowhere, that is a red flag dear. That is a red flag. And like you said earlier, you probably right. That's what the fuck she's lying about. This is, uh, um, Mikeisha, not Michael, (laughs) but Mikeisha. And mama ain't got no job or no house. Boom. Ooh, be sad. It'd be real sad. But yeah, I do. I I follow a few um, flight attendants uh, on YouTube and they be talking about like their hectic schedules and they mm-hmm. basically had a little setup to where like when they're single, especially and they don't have any kids or anything, they, they, they have like, like those multi people be living in there, like multiple flight attendants yeah. and they'll just be on the go because like they, it's some type, I forget what it's called, but it's like some type of schedule they have where they're just always on the go and it goes on for like however long, like they sign up for it mm-hmm. and they just understand like they can't do anything, but be ready to get up and go. Right. But, but even so. that takes planning, bitch, you in your right. car, you see what I'm saying? Like you have to plan for that and make sure that whatever space that you're going to be staying in has a bed that you're on whatever list that you need to be on. Wop the bam, bloop the bloop. Bitch, you parking at the airport? Allegedly? Like, come on now. Something ain't, something ain't adding up. Something's not adding up. But child, we'll show, figure it out. So we don't see Christina's place. They don't show us the interior of her car. So we move back to the apartment and she's really pressed about 
rearranging furniture and oh all God. of these different things. And I'm like, what is wrong with her? What is wrong? <laughs> it is the weirdest thing for her to have so many issues with every single thing. Off girl. Stop. Like, I'm like, what is going I don't know. My tweets say Christina real pressed about moving furniture for a chick that's been sleeping in her backseat. Listen, listen. <laughs> I saw the tweet and it took me out. I don't. I think I put a meme. I don't. I remember. Like I think I was like a few days late responding to your memes. But my God, they gave me life. I was dying. I'm like, see. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, if y'all ain't following the Twitter page, listen. I don't have nothing else to do but get these tweets off, okay? Like, <laughs> nothing else to do but get these what tweets off. Anywho. <sighs> so then we get back to the apartment, the shared apartment with Olivia and uh, Brett. And Pastor Cal makes an appearance. And my hope was that I really wanted Pastor Cal to to get Olivia together in some form or fashion, maybe not the lashing that I think that she deserved. Crystal, we talked about that. You know what I'm saying? But she needed something, right? Because we see it. Olivia's mentality is basically, you know, um, spend a check and make it right back. And she seems really upset with the fact that Brett is more, conscientious about his funds i haven't once heard him say hey molly i haven't once heard him say that he wasn't willing to do something but we're not gonna do it haphazardly we need to plan and we need to budget for this and i think that she's just really having a hard time with this budget word listen i i don't know how i just my eyes like spinned around my head like a little uh, slot machine when she said uh, no I don't want to fit the bill <laughs> I was like Bruh. well what like, you I expect was, to happen then yeah, I was assuming I, I was assuming you were the type of person that okay I do make more money I want to do these things so I will just pick up where you where you leave where you left off you know like I will you know like you might be able to afford you know the, the room that's like a hundred 200 a night mm-hmm. if i want a better room i'm gonna put the other two or 300 you know mm. you know so you know like that's what i was thinking that's what i was hoping for her hell you know? no she won't break to throw his whole plan out the window to make her happy and do what she wants to do on a whim bitch i see why you rent that old ass house because there are things that you want to do I can respect that. You don't want to be mortgage poor. You want to be able to go out and spend your money how you want. That is great. But you are now married. Okay. And unless you put on your little survey that buddy got to make bands. Well, it, she she kind of threw it out there. I, I, it was important to me. I put it in my survey. I don't think she said it to him mm. in that in front of Pastor Cal. But I think she said it in the confessional or to one of her friends that that was important to her. She put it on her questionnaire about financial or whatever. And I'm like, well, he is stable. He's just not. Right. No, you needed somebody to bring you some financial responsibility. That's what you. Okay. Carmen ain't always right. But when I am, come on, give it to me, people. (laughs) Yeah. I had to be like, oh, Carmen. Carmen. Carmen nailed it. Carmen said it. Carmen was right. But I, but I, tripping. But I did appreciate and, Pastor Cal trying to, you know, shepherd them through that conversation because there was yeah. one point, you know, what did I say versus what did you hear? I love that moment. 
you right. know. But see, but but I feel like I feel like I mean Brett did jump out the window when he was like, uh, do you know how to budget? Do you know what a budget is? Or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, listen, I don't feel like she's saying she is against budgeting. She's saying she um she wants to, you know, live a lavish life. Yeah. And you need to get with it. That's what she's saying. And I know he, his answer to that is like, I have a budget. I'm not going to do these things the way you want to do them. But I feel like he, he, he instead of him jumping to the point, do you know, do you have a budget? He should have been like, look, chick, like, you know, if we're going to be together, we're going to do things with planning and responsibly. Like, it's just the way it is. Like, we can do everything you want to do, but you're going to have to be comfortable paying for it if you just got to do it and you want me to be a part of it. Right. Because otherwise, I'm not making that. I'm not making those adjustments to, adjustments to my budget. Mm. Because these are not things that are important to me. But if these are things important to you, you better be ready to foot that bill. And that's all that is to an Olivia. I do not understand you. She's but selfish. see, I knew, I knew, I knew in the South, I don't care how, uh, how financially independent you can be, that is the, the mindset for the most part. Mm. For the most part, that is the mindset. Like, clearly she don't need a man to add to her financially. But for whatever reason, for whatever reason, chick. She ain't going to have a man to add to nothing. She keep on. <laughs> listen. Listen. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Olivia, that, that episode. Like, I had been pulling for her up until. And so I was like, I can't. I can't hold you. I can't hold this. Mm-mm. Like, Olivia, you tripping. She, she tripping. is. She definitely is. And then she came with a white woman tears. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Onward <laughs> to Woodrow and Amani. Woodrow mm-hmm. sees Amani's place. No, no, no. Let's let's go to Amani sees Woodrow's place first. And we see yeah. the hat wall. We see the floor model television in his room. I thought that that was a great piece of nostalgia. No, no, that is what took me out. That tweet, that one. (laughs) That one took me I love his dynamic with his grandma. Him saying, like, I thought it was going to be weird to stay with my grandma, but she really with the shits. Like, you know, it's fine. I'm like, okay, but just don't. (laughs) I guess. I guess. I thought that was great, though, because I was really close with my grandmother, too. So mm-hmm. I, I can appreciate that. Uh, then we see Amani's place. She's got a nice place. Sis got a lot of clothes, as most women. Right. Um, so I just I just think they're a whole vibe. They're, they're really cool. Mm-hmm. I think if they can just keep their lines of communication open, because we can already tell that you're not going to get yelling and screaming out of Amani ever. You know what I'm saying? So if Woody can just keep his head on level and they can really just talk through what's happening, I think they're going to be fine. But if if he's going to be looking for her to be flying off the handle, that's she's not that. You know Mm. what I'm saying? So I. I... (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I like them so much. Yeah. Oh, I did have Uh, another another note here about Olivia and Brett. She's a nurse. And if you know anybody in the nursing field, you can essentially write your own check between overtime and working overnight, um, especially as a nurse practitioner, like she bringing in some dough, you know what I'm saying? So 
but so they... I was I was having this conversation mm-hmm. with my husband as we watched the show. Yeah. And so he pulls up how much nurse practitioners make in that area. Because oh, he's talking it, about it's how it's not comparable they... to Dallas. That's what damn show. Well, yeah. And so because <laughs> I, I guess I made something. I said, I'm trying to figure out how much Brett makes because she he, he, he said she makes almost three times as much as he does. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, so where does that leave him? Right. And so I'm like, he can't. I said, as a white man, <laughs> he can't be making anything under 60 or 70 as a white man. He's like, well, you don't know that because uh, Louisiana is notoriously, low, um, you know, notorious for low pay. You ain't you know? making no money in Louisiana. And so I was like, okay. So he looks up how much nurse practitioners make or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, so how much? if we can get that. I think it was like low 100s. Okay. So if that's right? the case, so 50 would be half. Right. But three times? That'll make sense to me. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, man. Somebody don't know math. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. So I don't know. So maybe th- maybe those numbers were old that he looked up. I don't know. So, but I mean, it, I, I, th- I think that low six figures for a nurse practitioner anywhere is probably about, about right. I'm oh. I, for him to get a house, buddy. You got to at least be making sixty, seventy. But least. how much is how much are houses out there though? Oh, they driving up the market in New Orleans like they doing in uh, you know, the gentrification happening everywhere, baby. I get it, but like, how we don't know how long he's been there in that house. Oh, so we, yeah, asking? you're right. We also don't know where the house is located. We know where the right. where the apartment is. We don't know where the house is located. Right. The house probably eighty thousand, maybe a hundred, so, maybe hundred fifteen. So, so you you, I mean, we know you don't have to drop the whole eighty. You know, right, right there, he's going to be approved. So he only had to make how much to even be approved for that type of loan. Right. So we're, 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 I'm, I'm going to say he not in a shanty house. So we'll say 115. <laughs> you can get a house, you can get a, a okay house somewhere in the greater New Orleans area, 115, 120. Okay. So, yeah. So we, uh, we just assume we, that's how we just went off on that. Yeah. You know, trying to figure <laughs> that out. We just, that's what we do when we watch Married at First Sight. It's the three times that's throwing everybody off. It's probably more like $30,000 difference. Yeah. Maybe something like that. I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. But see, she also works a lot of overtime. So mm-hmm. that's probably where she might just be going crazy as far as money is concerned. So I don't know. She, she might just be making just all the money that she needs and you know, more like she has plenty of it. So why does she have to keep track of it? Mm. Right. And he's just, he's not, he's not about that life. Yeah. He's not about that life. But all of that to say, you can don't build your life on overtime though. And you can have deep pockets, but you best have short arms, girl. You ain't focused on like as much money as you're spending on things. How much are you throwing towards retirement and savings and things like that? I don't think she touched on it. I'm not going to assume that she doesn't, but you sound real reckless out here, sis, but onward. But I also, <laughs> I was concerned because while they were on honeymoon, she said she was going to upgrade his cat, but she's not going to upgrade him. I don't understand. Uh, uh, How his cat gonna get an upgrade, but he not. You know, like oh, your your cat's gonna get a little upgrade. You know, just to bring him on the level of her cats. But like, you not gonna upgrade, Brent? Onward. (laughs) 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 
I, I have a note here because I really don't remember whenever we see Henry and Christina. <laughs> but they said something about deep conversations, and I was like, "Where?" Because I haven't seen a conversation, let alone a no, deep conversation. No, I'm, I have, I'm picking up a pattern. We'll touch that once we get to part two of this conversation okay. with Henry. But Henry did get vocal when being coached by yeah. Pastor Cal. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, Pastor Cal doing his job. I can totally appreciate okay. that. Right. And so I appreciate that Pastor Cal brought up once he said, Christina he's you know he's attracted to her but he doesn't like the fact that she's easily frustrated mm-hmm. or whatever and then Pastor Cal brought out like but you're really mild-mannered you know yeah and you know sometimes it takes that you know you know like like he he just wanted Henry to see like your style and way of being can just be equally as frustrating to her right right, right. so you know Henry you know for whatever like Henry is a funny guy okay yeah. but what we're getting from Henry is awkward guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, the camera is picking up awkward guy. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm guessing that the reason the production keeps, you know, entering their conversations is because Christina keeps looking around like, I don't know what to do now. You know, like she's being really, <laughs> yeah. really petty. She's being really petty when dealing with Henry. I feel like she's already got a feel of him. Mm-hmm. She she said on honeymoon she knew she would have to you know play this role instead of her getting irritated in the moment and not wanting to you know initiate and be the you know the person heading up all the conversations instead of looking to production with sarcasm, maybe you know just let the silence just be in there and you know let Henry just you know muster up all the courage he needs to you know initiate something but you gotta let it you gotta give him time Mm. you can't keep rescuing him and you definitely can't do it mad Mm. i agree i agree so onward (laughs) (laughs) i have a note here did y'all see pastor cal try to fake like he didn't know that bennett and amelia knew each other uh he tried (laughs) but onward to miles and karen and so Miles got a lot of shit. Miles got so much shit. And he messy. He slick Ooh. messy. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. No, that's not cute. It's not cute. Mm-mm. That ain't cute. And that's no reason for your bed to look like that. Maybe he was just rummaging through stuff because he knew he was about to do this stuff and he was just trying to put stuff together. Mm. I don't know. I I would hate to assume that's what his living arrangement is. Just a room with just crap everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do I know guys like that? Yeah, I've witnessed guys like that and that ain't cute. It's sexy, not. And food. it'll never be. And it'll never be. Uh, What's my next note here? I said Miles knows exactly what to say to sound mature, but he's really immature. Like, I'm just, I'm not feeling it for Miles because we've seen and we can touch on it more when we talk about the next episode he's so eager to just be everything and do everything and pour 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 but that's not going to work if someone isn't pouring back into you and karen touched on that but we'll get to that point well i mean she did touch on it she touched on it in this episode she did okay yeah she did she told him like you know you caring about me so much and trying to make me so happy uh worries me because you leave yourself out right Mm -hmm. and so and then how do you and then how do you make sure that you're getting what you want and so i guess what karen is after is yeah she wants a nice guy of course 
but she also wants a guy that's vocal about what he wants mm-hmm. so she can make sure she fits that right but but if, but if, if you peeped be... it but if you peeped it he don't even know what he want he couldn't even answer that question because he's so, so focused on somebody else right yeah so he's just gonna hit in his mind he can just customize himself to whatever woman he's with wants right and and i feel like this is a good match because if if they communicate and they work through this um miles can come into his own mm-hmm. and karen can get the manly man that she's usually you know um into and she just gets the bonus of him being sensitive and being able to be communicate you know but nothing is gonna work until she gets some damn grief counseling for that last relationship because <laughs> baby okay Okay. Yeah, that was you no know, that shed light on why she is the way she is, yes. right? However, once you shed light on it, that means you understand it and that means you need to be, you know, consistently working through that. Because right. this man, if you decided to, you know, put yourself in a position to be on this uh, show, you should not be punishing this man because of your hurt feelings. Mm. You know? So I feel like she's acknowledged it. So now we got to hold her to that acknowledgement to be working past it. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like Miles, if he comes into his own, yeah, cool. Be patient, but also be like, Hey, I got you. I have done nothing to make you feel like you can't trust me. So I'm expecting, you know, new ways and new signs of your trusting of me and opening up to me. Yeah. So I feel like he got it. He can't be, uh, all kind and sweet and patient in every area with her. Mm. I agree. So, I hear you. Yeah. But that's kind of how we wrapped up that particular episode. Did you want to touch on Christina now or at the very, very end? Uh, when we done with the episode. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, <laughs> onward. Onward. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're at so the... Are we, on, are we on the last episode, most yes, recent episode now? we are. Okay. We are. Come on with the shits. Uh, my first note, I wonder how Bennett feels about living in a house with a kitchen and a bathroom that's not across the street. <laughs> living in the lap of luxury. <laughs> yes, you but... Get used to this. Right, but in this particular episode, we are in... We've moved in. We're talking with friends and family, and we've got housewarmings. So this was a... This episode was good, but not as good right. as the last one, in my opinion. In, okay, in, yeah. okay. So, uh, I think we open up with Olivia talking to her friend Rachel, I believe that's her name. And my hope mm-hmm. was that Rachel was going to talk some sense into Olivia while Olivia was sitting at the table talking shit about her husband. But that didn't happen. <laughs> it no, didn't happen she, at all. All she did was <laughs> reinforce Olivia and just you know say hey make sure he knows that make sure he knows that and Mm -hmm. I just whatever what stuck out to me was the fact that I like to spend money the way I want to spend money when I want to spend it on like it's going out of style baby that's what she want to do and she's like yeah that's right and make sure he knows that (laughs) okay um and I mean I don't have anything like I'm with it like I feel like working hard affords you the ability to buy what you want. But right? you're married now. You should have right. stayed single. She, she's, she's or got married. a boyfriend. However, I feel like I feel like, you know, whoever is, you know, the the budgeter in the house, whoever is going to be in charge of the finances, because it's not necessarily always the woman and it's not necessarily always the man. It's who's ever is better with the money. 
and managing it, right? Right. And so if that happens to be, you know, the guy or whatever, or, or the woman, like they just tend to be hard in that area. And so I just think it's very important that there are there's compromise. Like, yes, we, we pay our bills first. Um, we figure out spending. And so if this person, if y'all have a tight budget and this person wants to make a, a large uh, purchase or whatever, you, you, y'all just need to have the compromise that you're not going to have a large purchase, you know, for the rest of the year mm-hmm. or, you know, however long just to keep us on track, you know, like, I feel like there's ways to make these things work. You just don't constantly allow them to, you know, always be working against you. Yeah. You understand? Like. Like if we have a budget and you know we have a budget and this is what we stick to, when you do really want something, you really just have to be responsible and say, okay, I'm going to sacrifice the rest of the next four months because I really want this right now. Right. And and you stick to it. I, and I hold you to it or whatever. I feel like there's ways to work around her wanting nice things or whatever it is she wants. I just feel like she doesn't realize how much communication and I guess how much she feels like she's answering to someone else that she doesn't like. And she don't like that. She just, she hadn't communicated and become aware of it. Yeah. Right. She's not, she does not, she's going to have a hard time answering to him because he is going to hold her head to the grinder every time she come in that town by spending. Right. Every time. I agree. (laughs) What? Who? I agree. I agree. I agree. Then well, we, oh, but but that's ahead. normal too. I'm sorry, Carmen. It's normal because ask women how many of them come in the house hiding their shopping bags. Ask women. Oh, it's, it's a normal thing. Listen, it's normal. It's, it's, it's definitely normal because I can say um, in past relationships, especially when I was married, finances were discussed, but they also weren't. If that makes any sense, like as long as these bills getting paid and everything turn on when they go to be turned on. Don't you be questioning me about no bags that's in the trunk or coming or packages coming to this front door? Because okay. I've done what I was supposed to do for the household. You feel me? Yep. Yeah. That's honestly, it. That's all. Truthfully. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's but all. It's, it's so common, and it, and I feel like when the man is the better money, the better butter, that's when you right. see the sneaking in. Because women are more understanding. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like we're not gonna question every every shoebox. Uh, you know, every we're not gonna do it because you not. deserve nice things. You worked a double. You know, been working doubles the last three four weeks. Go on, get the get what you need to get, sir. But some women might not. Some women might be like, I know. Like I, you know, have you ever seen like one of them like. Uh, shows where the person is like impulsively cheap. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like they washing paper plates, like oh, the flimsy yeah. ones, and you're like, okay. <laughs> I think you it was a show like that on A <laughs> and E or something like that. Mama was like, turned the lint in the dryer in the cotton balls because she yeah, said impulsively. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, ma'am, Pam, but um. <laughs> We jumped to Brett speaking with his friends. And then he had the nerve to co- uh, compare Olivia to Nurse Jackie. If that wasn't the biggest fucking insult I ever heard in my life. He wasn't doing it to be like personality He match. don't know what nerd like. You're right. Was, I know it was wasn't malicious. Funny. He right. was being funny. It wasn't malicious. Whatever. It but wasn't. Like, like yeah. <laughs> but I, I like the conversation that him and his friend had. Yeah. Because they're um, realists. They're both, and they're pragmatic, right? He, right, He admitted right. that he was and, feeling and some married, type of way. So this yeah. friend is not like, it's not like some, it's not like a single guy. It's not like a brother that's kind of not going to, you know, bring reality to him. 
or whatever, you know, and he did, he kind of tried to interject like, oh, her wanting to spend money and do things like that is just her, her way of living her life and being smart, you know, like, cause you know, it can't be all work and no play, mm-hmm. you know, it can't be, that's not balanced. And so while your lifestyle of being mostly, you know, work and planned out play is perfect for you. Now that you're getting married, you kind of have to be open to the compromise of doing more spending. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. I agree. So it's like it's, a, it's for both of them. They both have to balance. Oh, yeah. He's like, I got Pastor Cald. I got PC'd. <laughs> <laughs> You did. You did just pass the Calvin. Yeah, it, it was cute. Like, I mean, I just, I don't know, like something, you know, outside of like, we know when he was hitting on Henry Shady Friend, who I detest at this point. Um, uh, Outside of that, like, I feel like Brett's been pretty stand up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like Brett. He's growing on me. Uh-huh. And Olivia can just fall off the planet. Onward. Um, <laughs> Amani and Woodrow. We see them in the new space. They've got the new comforter uh-huh. on the bed. Cute, cute, cute. They wake up. He cooking breakfast. Come he on. flowers. Had them in the ice box. Yes. Love a man that can cook. Yes. Come on. Make um, mimosas in the morning. Yes. I mean, they're just. He was. They're just dope. Living like, you know what? When they left them, they were like looking into each other's eyes. And I just was like, that is so beautiful. Yeah. You know, they were just, like, staring at each other. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how sweet is this? Yeah. How sweet. It was amazing. I really enjoy them. I really, really enjoy Like, I get just their own um, blend of magic, just like I do with um, Bennett and Amelia. Yeah. With uh, Armani and Woodrow. Like, it is, it's the same level of it, just a different blend. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's really good. For I like sure. It. Like, I what? feel like... Uh, uh, Amani and Woodrow are like a nice smooth bourbon or a nice mm-hmm. red wine and yeah. uh, Amelia and Benny are like a amaretto sour or like a, <laughs> uh, like a Mai Tai right both kind of get you there and make you happy but one's a little more smooth than the other you know what I'm saying uh-huh. yeah that's, yes. that's kind of how I feel yes, my little yes, analogy yes. there yes. so what happened next so then we get onward to, and I think we both have strong opinions about Woo. Miranda. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. So let me tell you, I feel like Benny set us up, right? Because they get to this, this, uh, they get to him in the little outdoor confessional, and he's talking about it's you kind of have to talk to your friends and tell them how you feel about your marriage and all this other stuff. And like the way he set it up, uh-huh. it was like, oh, you got to go tell somebody that you with somebody you like now, mm-hmm. like what? Like what, Bina? What you just said? Cause I heard you. <laughs> I'm a, go, I heard you. go ahead and say what you want to say about Miranda, cause I def got my opinions about Lil Mama. So Miranda, um, on the commercial clips or whatever, I was hoping that was his sister, but when we realized it was just a friend, I'm like, sis, got too many issues with what he got going and the way she was wording things. If he decides to stay with Amelia, I'm like, what? Who are you? Like, I, let me tell you something. I feel like Miranda is a former lover Uh. and um, she is struggling with this whole experiment. She wanted to be extremely judgy when she heard Amelia was a doctor. Did she go to the wedding? I don't know. I don't know. Was she there? I know she went to the uh, 
the friend, the housewarming or whatever, but did she go to the wedding? Anyway, I don't know or whatever. I don't recall. But what I am going to say is Bennett was breaking breaking up with her like for good. Like <laughs> <laughs> Bennett was like, it's over. over. <laughs> and she was like, I don't want it to be over. Girl. That's what I got from that situation. And that's just me. I, I've already said I love making up stories and things about these people that I do not know. But I have fun with it. And I truly got that from that exchange. Well, you must have sent me a copy of the same story. Because, baby, <laughs> this was scorned lover. This was, this bitch done took my man. And this can't be real. She talking about the friend group. Bitch, you talking about yourself. Okay, because Benny wouldn't worry about the the friend group came to the wedding. What you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Helped him pick out that ugly jacket and talked him out of putting on that ugly hat. Okay, <laughs> what are Did you, you hear talking him say, about? I have every intention of moving with the million. Like goddamn, like he was just stabbing her in her heart. Like it's over, over. If, and she was like, Ugh. if breaking Ugh. up via text was actually live action, that's what the fuck we saw. Like her face was <laughs> twisted and you was just like, good God, what are we witnessing? This ain't right. Girl, she and, was and, hateration all up in the desert. Do you hear me? Mama could not take it. She could not take it. Good God. I, I'm just like, this is a breakup. We are watching a breakup. A married man is breaking up. With his girlfriend. Say it, say it again, Crystal. This married a man married broke up with his girlfriend. Is breaking up with his girlfriend. <laughs> God, I swear, I had to pause it because I was like, Mama is mad for real. For real. Listen, you don't have a say, boo. Your, your life is here equals I'm here. And I don't want to move. Like, what I'm going to do, follow you to Minneapolis? If this bitch get a residency in Minneapolis? And he just looking at her like I got a little, I got a little feel. I don't know what to tell. We on camera. I got a little feel. Ben said, "I don't know what to tell you." That's what he said. And all no, the he, eloquent he was words. He looking at her like you on camera, and we agreed that you were gonna act a fool. So if you act a fool, it's over, over, over. But a but a fool she did act, honey. A fool she did act. I can't. Um, Ooh, that was deep. That was deep, girl. Took me down. like Miranda. Get your life together, Miranda. You giving all the Mirandas out there in the world a bad name, okay? You supposed to be a bad bitch like Miranda Priestley from The Devil Wears Prada, but meanwhile you sitting on a statue crying about a man that don't even belong to you, girl. Good. Let me move out. Done. Like that was <laughs> that was something. That was something. Like first ever on Married at First Sight. <laughs> Girl, did he, did, he, did he let them film his breakup? They, he yeah, did. His marriage. And he did. did. And did. Okay. But does that speak to his BDE? <laughs> come on, Bennett, with the. Come on, you got to be a cold piece to break up with your girlfriend you on national TV. Oh, camera. Oh, married at first sight. Okay. <laughs> Because we know Miranda thought that this was a farce. She thought that he wasn't going to be selected. Then when he was, she didn't think that he was going to go through with the marriage. Here we are two and a half weeks later and mama still can't cope. Period. Listen, if Miranda, if she wasn't at the wedding, she probably has like these preconceived notions about who this doctor girl is. She's not Bennett's type. And then she meets her at the uh, housewarming and she's like, oh. But she is. <laughs> oh okay because if Bennett wanted to be with you bitch he would be 
let me stop calling mm. her a bitch but she was being very bitchy in that moment Ooh, it was deep it was deep like, Shall oh. anything else to add about miranda and bennett's breakup <laughs> 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 it's so horrible. Um, uh, no, we're done there. We can move on. So, does it Shit. does it go to the ladies' brunch next, or what do we go? I we, think where my next note that I have here, um, Karen and Miles were talking about love languages, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of seems like uh, Miles needs to be coddled a bit. I think that that's going to be an issue, considering that. Uh, K- Karen does her own form of affection. I think that they're really gonna have to figure out how to navigate love languages. I think they'll be fine. Uh, we've seen this before. Like yeah. we we often we often uh, uh, reference Jeffy. Yeah. Because uh, he was big on the stranger part, but I'm getting more from this where they are now currently. Because she admits that he's her husband and they're married. I'm getting uh, the Dallas uh, season. With the bad credit girl. <laughs> uh, I can't think of her name right now, but she had a hard time saying how she felt. So she ended up writing him a whole bunch of letters. Okay. Right? And this is the guy we said would have a past assault moment because mm-hmm. he was taking care of her dogs and making her lunch and sometime dinner because her hours were so weird and she had to drive so far to work. Right? Yeah. So, so I feel like in this place, she's probably, this is the woman struggling to communicate her emotions and you know while we love to you know brand men as the ones who struggle in this area oftentimes mm-hmm. it can be a woman and you know we I, are again i'm caring if we want to keep it a buck like okay. i'm not for all of that hand holdy kissy gushy shit like let me show you in my own way that I right. care for you and I appreciate you. And it's not always going to be me slobbing you down and all of these different things. It may be, I know you like Mr. Goodbar. So I bought you a Mr. Goodbar. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, it'll and be she, more and, subtle. And she effectively communicated like, I'm not that girl yeah. or whatever, but, and that's fine or whatever. But he said who he was. Mm-hmm. I am that guy, you know? And so I feel like, but you don't want to smother her miles. Because no, that'll push feel, me away, too. Look, I feel like Miles is not smothering her. I feel like, you know, Miles is going to be the perfect balance of who he is mm-hmm. for her. They're, they're, I feel like they're going to be fine. Okay. I really, really do. I, I do in my heart. Like, I, I'm starting to enjoy them. Like, when they met, had that little banter about their bed making, I was tickled. Good. <laughs> um. <laughs> it took me down. It's like, if I made the bed, you would know that the bed was made. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if you made <laughs> it took me down it took me down Uh, we're not to the we're not to the brunch just yet because trust me i've got things to say about the brunch so Um, yeah i feel like they're doing their best communication at this bar not at a bar but at their bar in their apartment yeah uh now talking about you know what what they need and what they like or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so and i think i think that's an easy adjustment she just needs to you know she just needs to get comfortable there. I feel. Yeah. I feel like that's what she's saying. Yeah, for I'm sure. really slow. I'm really slow. Oh, I just yeah. need to be comfortable. She made you that. Never she made get... that clear. <laughs> that she yeah. moves slow. Like, with you me. may never get. Oh boy, you looking good. But she's like, I. But I. You know, I. I'll, I'll give my version of that. You yeah. know. But you know, I just need time. Yeah, you know, for sure. she just wants to feel comfortable. Like I, I can tell. Like she's probably a kind of woman. Either way, that you know. She's going to be somewhere mad and depressed if she gave this man all the milk. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that conversation uh, last week about, you know, Kyle and all the milk. Like, she's like, no, 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 mm. no, no, no. You're getting a squirt yeah. every two months. 
Okay. <laughs> just a squirt. Because if this don't work out, if this don't work out, I'm not going to be crying over spilled milk. You hear me? Baby. All right. <laughs> Shout out the bounty. You hear me? Um, right. So, yeah. We move on to Henry and Christina. And I have a, a, a note here. I said, I wonder how Henry feels about having a kitchen that he can fit his whole body into. Then, oh, <laughs> then we see now, was this in the house or was this at like lunch? And I was like, I'm over Christina being a bitch to production. Like this shit's getting exhausting. I know that they're painting a picture. They're making her the one that's easy to not like, but I really feel like this is how she is. Like she really want Henry to kiss her ass. And I just don't think that that that's not him. And also you haven't given him a reason to really go out of his way to like kiss you on your feet. So I'm not understanding like, can you provide clarity? Crystal? <laughs> uh, um, so I saw a clip of this before I saw the actual episode. Mm-hmm. And like I just I I understand the frustrating part of Christina like feeling like she has to spoon feed, as Carmen would say. Yeah. You know, this man as far as like exchanges just to have a conversation. But she also cuts her nose to spider face when she does ask him a question that sparks actual response from him and cuts him off. Right. So, like, while I do understand where she's coming from, I really wish she would quit interfering with the progress she does make. Right. Right? So, I'm I'm really frustrated with them, too. You know, with the both of them. Because it's just like, look, girl, like, if he asks you something, milk it. Like, go extend, like, you know, over-exaggerate every area of the question that he asks you and build your conversation. Oh, absolutely nothing, but go there. Like, if he gives you something, you're going to have to work it. And I mean work it, right? But then you're, <laughs> you just, you be judging. Oh, you're really going to ask me that? You're really going to talk about that? Dumb, uh, dumb. Right. Girl, listen, like, do you want there to be talking? Do you want to get this 15-minute set out of the way? Then you need to make it happen. Mm. Christina, you are your own worst enemy she right about is. now. And then when you rearranged the couch in the last episode, you made it look worse. Look, I would just love to see any one of her exes and know why it didn't work out. I would just love to. But anywho, now we're onward to brunch. And <laughs> brunch was cool. You know, Amani always keep it cute. You know, she'll tell you uh-huh. just just enough. You never really uh-huh. see her bad mouth her man like some folks at the table. Amelia, she doesn't have a bad thing to say about Bennett at this point. If I'm remembering correctly, did she mention anything about her residency? I can't remember. She probably didn't. But she keeps it. She did. She keeps it pretty cute. But then yes, very um, cute. Christina fixed <laughs> her lips to talk about Bennett's tiny house and I said bitch the audacity considering you don't have a house well she says we can say Harry has a tiny house and I'm like but you your your car is even in a tinier house baby come on like I just like I just want to punch her in the face off a GP because she deserves it because she's just wretched she's simply wretched I am fighting through. A Olivia joke. is good at um, throwing her mm. little jabs in on bread, and I don't appreciate that. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I feel like what she, did get, she she say? give you a subtle dig, but you know I pick up on everything. What did she say? What did she say? She said something. Something about him being cheap or something like that, or budget or him saying that I don't budget well or or something along those lines. But she always I feel like she she did some form of rating again, and I'm like, where is he? Because he heard it. Mm. <laughs> Where is he? Because he gonna hear that. Like he, she said something really like along the lines of you know categorizing him in a way, and right. he wouldn't have liked it if he heard it. And I feel like when you're in this particular setting with the people who are also doing an experiment, it can get back to him or whatever. So I would, I would say something that he would be okay with hearing, but, especially but then, after your experience right. with him overhearing your seven rating and it hurting his feelings and kind of slowing y'all progress. And, and already knowing that Christina goddamn throwing flags on the play ass bitch, like you still gonna talk crazy about your man in front of her? She a goddamn Decepticon. Listen. Girl. So just just not just not wise. But okay. Um I thought it was super cute that Karen, Karen kept pulled it cute Amelia. Too. Karen kept it cute too. She pulled a million. I need kids. I can't. I was like, oh, cute, cute, cute. Look at you. Like, I can tell she's she's falling for him. Yeah, she slowly is. but surely. She is. And um, I, I just don't worry about them. Like, they're having fun. You know, I feel like she's attracted to him. Mm-hmm. I just I just really feel like she's a guarded person. Yeah. And you know, but we she should have but she should have worked through that before signing up for this show though. I I think if anybody's paying attention to Married at First Sight, they need to know. I feel like like I said, Married at First Sight, we see these horrible marriages go wrong, but they're also giving advice. Mm-hmm. If you think you marry if you think your marriage material and you're ready for marriage, make sure you're working past all of you know, all your grief. Right. If you think you're ready for marriage, you know, make sure you work through, you know, your you know, your dishonesty, you know, mm-hmm. whatever makes you uncomfortable about yourself when you got to make up stuff, Michael, um, like <laughs> whatever that is, like you work through that, like all your, <laughs> all your, all your hangups and qualms work through those, right. you know, because you shouldn't bring that to the table because strangers aren't going to know what to do because right. they're not going to know what they're looking at. Like, exactly. you know what it is, but they not. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I think there was kind of a dry spell because my next note here was two star hotel. Because uh. that's what he said when he went to the bar. But I wanted to, when so when I wanted to make note that when Christina was talking about Henry, uh-huh. did you see Armani and Karen exchanging eye contact? Like they was just looking at it like, damn, I missed it. What did you pick up from that? No, they were just they were just like looking like keeping it cute, complaining again, right? Did right. she go with her issues again? Or maybe they weren't, but that's what I imagined when I saw them making eye contact. The sister side eye, they gave it a yeah, sister, sister side, side eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I really hope that Amani and Karen throughout this process have developed a real friendship because I think that they'll both be good for one another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, next note, Brett, you just going to have to come to terms, baby, because we're not doing no two-star. You're going to be staying in that hole by yourself. Next note, if it's one thing Christina has, it's the audacity. Uh, <laughs> budget talk. Now we we see we're ramping up to ho- uh, house warmings. We see, no, no, no. Before we, before we get ahead. to the house warming, I wanted to give Woody 
mm-hmm. you know, I want to give him kudos because he he really, you know, in, he really picked up on Brett's issue. You know, like, dude, oh. just let's let it be. You oh, know? Like, yeah, the guys at because the pool I hall. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a huge issue for him. Yeah. Like, how dare she make more money and be poor with it? Right. You know, like, <laughs> like he is struggling. Like, yeah, the, he, he wants to he wants to focus on the drawback of him making less money and what he can afford. But that's not the important thing. Like, dude, she's workable. I yeah. think she's workable. You know, like she literally is. You just have to, you know, just make sure she knows what she's signing herself up for. Communication is key. That's Absolutely. all y'all got to do is communicate through these things. But our, um, Woody spoke to it yeah. really good. I almost forgot about the guys playing pool, but how could I? Because Bennett, <clears throat> my damn, look, we, we can't all be good at everything, Bennett. We can't. I... We can't. We can't. You got that elephant right. trunk, though, sir. So it's all right. What else did they talk about at the for the guys? Uh, Miles, I'm sure, was there. I can't really remember, but sure, trying to sound smarter than he is. He's a smart guy, but he definitely tried to put on a well, little he, bit. He to was me. talking about progress, you know. Yeah. Of course, the, everybody knows he's taking it slow, but he's been getting kisses. I mean, was, everybody kind of had a decent report. Yeah. I don't. Other than Brett complaining about budget, I don't think he talks about like physicality. Yeah. With uh. <clears throat> with uh Olivia and then old silly Henry cuz Henry Henry is silly, right? He is. I think I think we don't get to see that with him and Christina because I think I would like dating Henry. I think me and Henry would get <clears throat> along perfectly. Yeah, I feel I feel like Henry is silly cuz soon as the camera pans him, oh, it's my turn. You know, like <laughs> like he's silly. He's a jokester. But I don't think he's comfortable around Christina. Yo, his twitching is starting is. to come out more and more i think the stress of this is starting to get to him because his little his ticks they're definitely more apparent and more frequent yeah, yeah so christina's I just, stressing I, that I man feel like out. Th- he's so different around christina than when he is when there's more people around yeah or whatever so like i don't know like maybe he's not comfortable but harry is funny like mm-hmm. I, you you he's funny He's just really, you know, low key and awkward with it or whatever. But he's a funny guy, yeah. and you know, um, you know, people that get to know him really appreciate him. You know, that's what I'm gathering, yeah. um, especially from his shady friend. Uh, so <clears throat> let's get to the the the, the housewarmings. Yeah, so we're at housewarming, and we see, I think we see Brett and Olivia first. They're, he's cooking dinner, and they actually sit down and kind of go over a budget adjacent. You know, mm-hmm. they put their bills into a spreadsheet. We find mm-hmm. out that Olivia spends about $500 a month going out. Must be nice. Um, it can be Taco Bell. First of all, nobody should eat Taco Bell. I don't even know how Taco Bell is still open. I've said it since the beginning of this show. Taco Bell is killing you 89 cents at a time. Who give you 30 tacos for $2? Nobody with a conscience. Anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, as we keep going, I I see what you're saying. They can hope they'll be able to work through this, hopefully. But if she continues to go rogue and keep throwing this I and my around like she liked to do, that's going to be a problem before anything else. To Carmen, to Carmen. We find out that Christina is a Leo and you giving us a bad name, girl. Um shame on you (laughs) but then she even started to kind of be a bitch while they were preparing for the housewarming she's like well am I gonna have to ask all the questions am I gonna have to do all this am I gonna have to do all of that and I'm like bitch so I picked up on she got frustrated about something like they like so she went grocery shopping right 
and then there were things that she needs that she, that she forgot. Right. And so then she went into this, woe is me. It's my fault, but I don't have any help, you know? And so, like, we don't have any butter because I had to do all the shopping. That whole and it's situation like, girl, was some bullshit. If you did the shopping, you forgot the butter. Admit to that. So it's like when she feels like, when she realizes that she's messed up something, she wants to start blaming other people mm. and point to the reason But why I thought this you happened. loved to cook. Somebody that really love to cook and really know what they doing. How you don't have, don't, I keep butter in the house. I got hella butter frozen right now. Listen, girl, I just, Christina got frustrated and she took it out on poor Henry. But you're not going to do that. And then with Henry, with, with him and Christina, Henry is more vocal when he's frustrated. Yeah. And he's going to have to stop that. Or that's going to be the cycle, right? Because then all she's going to do is frustrate him to get a conversation, mm. right? <laughs> so Henry's going to have to figure out how to be vocal when he's just fine. Mm-hmm. Right, and instead of sitting there quiet, like you know, it's all good in the hood. He over there really just burning, and like I can't take this. I don't like her, you know. Like he, <laughs> he you know, blood be balling internally, and he's just looking over there, like, hmm. right, 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 right. Uh, but she a bitch, anywho. Um, yeah, like I mean, girl. Like at first, like the first time I'm telling you, like the first time production interjected, I didn't understand why. But now I understand she's cueing him in, and that's just stupid. Like yeah. that is so petty. Because what is she like, gonna do when this is over? If she says yes on decision day, Henry gonna say no on decision day. Mark my words. <laughs> if Henry says anything, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> And even like when a family came over, it remained awkward. Oh yeah, it definitely did. It seemed forced. It seemed. I did appreciate the conversation that Henry's friends or friend tried to have with Christina and letting her know that you got a good one. Yes, he's slow to warm up, but he's a stand-up guy and so you've got to get beyond yourself the selfish part of yourself i know henry is 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 he, he's not absolved of any guilt here like he's definitely got some shit that he needs to work through clearly but you being nasty to him is not gonna get you there any quicker you talking to him crazy or making slick comments to production is not going to He's never going to come out of his shell at that point. Never, never. You so, know? yeah, she's working against herself. Truly, 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 truly. And I just, I don't know. And she, you can get out of this. Girl. Her dress was cute, though. It was. She yeah. might have some style. <laughs> I loved Woodrow and Imani's. Um... Talk about her. Yes. Come on. He's like, he's like, I don't get it, girl. Girl, I was cracking up. I was cracking up, girl. I was cracking up. Armani, and she's just so sweet. Like, I'm not going to judge you, but I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Love you anyway, um, huh? Shout out to Woodrow for knowing that they consummated the marriage after 98 hours. For sure. That was hilarious. <laughs> he, his friends laughed at him like, who knows that, that this stupid man? <laughs> girl. Somebody said something about a starfish. I didn't know what the fuck that Me meant. Me neither. We Googled it. <laughs> I 
I'm kind of bouncing all over the place because they bounce between um, each. All the parties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bennett and his jack-o'-lantern t-shirt took me down. Uh-huh. I love the it, fact that they did the mural for there. I thought that was cool. cute. Oh my god, I love like I, I so I don't know who the people are. I feel like all their friends just mesh in. They can all be each other's friend, you yeah, know. Like yeah, I yeah. can't tell who's who, but coming to find out, like the guy, the red hair, the the redhead with the red beard or whatever was uh-huh. Amelia's friend, and you know he had just left the patio talking to Benny, yes. and it's like his little face was red from just like almost being overwhelmed into tears at how good Benny yes. was for her. And that's the type of friends that you want that are truly and genuinely rooting for your happiness. And when they On see it. On the same it, episode, do you hear me? We got the example of what it should look like, and then we got a breakup. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> On the same episode, do you hear me? Ooh, but look, if that was Amelia's ex, we would have never known the way oh, he was gushing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he was like, dude, like. But it's Maybe so we dope, all need to go married for girl. Like, nope. And, and nope, we, that's not we what saw, y'all need to do. We saw Bennett's crazy blanket on the bed while this is his blanket. Like it's so funny. They I just funny th- they're me. just a joy. I really hope that I hope it works out. I hope that moving and her career doesn't become an mm-hmm. issue for them. He's already stated that he doesn't feel any type of way about being stay at home or being more hands on with children mm-hmm. should they decide to do that. And he's already changed his mind about it being like uh, wrong for them to have natural yes, kids. Yes, because who wouldn't want, you need, we need more Bennett and Amelia energy yes, running we around. Do. We yes, need we more do. Amani and Woodrow energy running around because yes, we do. some of y'all just shouldn't be procreating. But these folks, these two <gasps> couples, I think the world would be better. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just seem like a joy. And like you mentioned, like the fact that her friend, like the emotion, he's like, I could be drunk, but you know, to me, that's the most authentic, right? Um, what is it? A uh, uh, drunk mind, sober thought or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a joy and she seems so authentically happy. And when mm-hmm. your friends can become friends, like your respective friend mm-hmm. groups can kind of mesh in the way that theirs have talk about a support system. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And not the support system that's going to force them to be together, but it's definitely going to help them to, to talk through and work through whatever issue may or may not come up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I think that's just a genuine ball of good energy. Minus Miranda. Pop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lauren knows what she drew on now. Probably baby, was like a curse. Baby. Um. <laughs> we bounced back. But yeah, to- the Muriel, the, the, that was so cool. Yeah. That's a good idea for a housewarming. And then you frame it and put it up somewhere. I don't think I would have put it in my living room, but maybe in the entertainment space. Or something like that, like a game room. It felt perfect. Oh yeah, funny. Yeah, yes, girl. But you know, did you notice that that's not the furniture that was in that apartment when they first moved in? Uh, but see, I don't (laughs) think everybody's apartment was the same. Maybe they gave them the eclectic furniture selections. Maybe because don't um. Uh, Kevin. I mean, not Karen. Karen and Miles have a brown leather uh brown leather couch. Mm. Bennett and Christina have like this beige. Oh, okay. Sectional. 
Um, and I, I hadn't paid attention to everybody else's, but I think everybody's apartments is different. Oh, so maybe it just went on with their personal style. And since we know, maybe maybe that's that, how they did it. Like that, Ben and Amelia are the resident color pop. Yeah, that's how they broke I, it down. And maybe I feel I feel like that's what they did. They not they could have brought their own stuff in there. I don't know, but I feel like everybody's apartment is different. Yeah. and I noticed that a little bit on the first episode, uh, last week's episode, and this past one, most recent one. Yeah, um, we find out Christina can't cook because the meal came out all right. Um, and then it looked really healthy though. It did look very healthy, but she can't cook. But uh, Henry said it was good. He lied because he nice. <laughs> um, I think but Henry would have put he, at this point. He had, she had walked out at that point, and yeah, like, this is really good because he just be uncomfortable when the camera just be on him. Like, what you gonna do oh, now? Yeah, what you gonna remember. do now, Henry? What you gonna do now? I remember because he just sat there, kept on. He's like, I ain't gonna miss out on no meals. And then you know, whatever happened, happened, and he's like, I just need to take a walk. I think that I don't know. They might not make it to decision day, and if they do, he gonna say no if he says anything at all. And that's pretty much how the episode ended. That was that. Um, yeah, I don't remember much else. If anything else happened, I don't. That's all I got. But yeah. Oh, I thought the games that Karen and Miles played were cute. Yes, how could I forget that? Yes, I love the fact that the truth of dare, they were the only two people that could participate. So, you know, friends and family got to do whatever. Oh, I appreciated the conversation that Miles' sister had with Karen. Mm -hmm. But it also, like, gave me a moment of pause when she said that he'll love anything that's in front of him. So, what does that mean? Yeah, um, I mean, maybe that's not something you say because, you know, you don't want to feel like the anything, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, but it, it just, just says he's just a loving person. And that probably speaks to his 10 or 9 relationships that didn't make it. <laughs> because he's yeah. just trying to be somebody's everything. Right. And if that's his focus and you can make it work for you, then you're, you're in there. It's right. just like one of those jobs where we don't really fire people. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so whatever you dial in will work. You know, like right. listen, it's just one of those things. Like we gon' maybe you don't feel special, special or whatever, but maybe you do. I don't know. It depends on the person. You know, like maybe I can respect this ability and make it mine. You know, make it unique to me and not feel like everybody else. Or maybe I, you know, raise a funk because he would be this to anybody. You know, like it depends on your outlook. So I, hear I don't know. I just, I don't think that was the best thing to say as a sister yeah, or whatnot. But um, yeah, I was impressed that she had woke up. Well, not woke up, but you, you she does give you the, um, the, the, you do think that Karen's always sleep from how she was on the honeymoon. <laughs> so I feel like, oh, that she woke up at 1235 and cooked him some good food. That was amazing. Oh Best yeah! Oh, she, come on, some black and red fish, baby. She cooked. Mama got up and cooked. Okay, but like that was amazing. and so his friend, her friend, shed light to Miles, and I feel like that helped him a lot. He understands like Karen's big on the rolls, mm. so she wants to be the little lady that whatever her man wants, right? So if he's always trying to do for her, she doesn't get to exercise her strengths. Mm -hmm. So he has to dial back his be your everything, so she can be, get, so, so she can reciprocate. Yeah, so she can reciprocate. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like that helps out. And then he doesn't have to work so hard to be something 
Not, I'm not going to say he's not that guy because I feel like a large part of him is that guy, but maybe he can really redefine who he should be, mm. you know, opposed to who he thinks people want him to be. Yeah. If that makes sense. I agree. Because, yeah. So that's that. Now now we can be done because I don't remember anything else. Like, I, of course, with Amani or Woody, I liked the way that Amani got, was just play, playfully getting his friends together. Don't talk about him. oh yeah she always gonna ride for her man and that's what I appreciate about that particular dynamic because I think I spoke about it on previous episodes when it's me and my man in public oh we like we holding it down but like if there's ever an issue I'm never gonna bring that up in public like I'll cut your ass out in the car but don't come for my man while I'm standing right here like no ma'am no ma'am that's that's true that's right that's right I feel you I feel you. Christina uh, Vibes, give them to us now. Go. What'd you say? Christina Vibes. We at uh-huh. the end. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Christina's struggling. Like, I don't know. Like, she has a confession next week. Oh, Is that yeah. you ready for the previews? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. So, um, I think she gonna unzip and be Michael under there. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I feel like she's her own worst enemy right she now. Is. That's what I'm getting from her. Own worst enemy, especially with this man. She is a bone collector, a big deceptor. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. Oh, yeah. And, um, oof, I don't think Henry got it in him to, um, six weeks you know, out. pull it out. Oh, he, he, he might, he might walk away. What if he walk away next week? What if he never turned around, baby? When we saw him walking away. Walk like back maybe... to that broom closet. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, what? We're six weeks out. Six weeks from decision day. Good girl. I mean, I don't know, child. I don't know. Let's hope COVID brought them closer, child. Let's hope. Oh, no. Oh no. Um do, do you have I don't I, like at this point I don't want to predict anything. Like no I, I like not knowing. Okay. I like I like learning more about these people. Um I just we know we got one. We know we got we one. We got couple. one. We might have two. I think we got two. I think but we got we, two. No, we know for a fact we got one. Okay. And we don't know who that one is. We just know we got one. Right, we 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 got two fighting for that, right? <laughs> right. But we don't know which one it is. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe that little uh, Bennett breakup on mm. camera speaks to you know underlying issues there. Child. You know, who knows? If this was a spades game, we'd be asked out, huh? Yeah, girl. We got one in, in a possible, girl. <laughs> one in four possibles. <laughs> Do you have an overabundance of spades over there? Because baby. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, who deal the deck? <laughs> but I don't have anything else to add. Like I said, the season is slowly crawling out of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to only get more interesting as right? the weeks go on. I feel I feel okay about it. Me too. I, I'm I'm kind of happy right now. I'm in a good place. They they're fixing their wrongdoings from last season. And if Olivia says no, she can always sign up for Marion Millions if she just want to ball a shot collar. I think I I'm I be watching commercials of Marion Millions in between fast forwarding 
from to the next, you know, the next part of that's uh, a married at first sight because that's the reason why we don't watch it live often because it's so long, yeah, right. And so you got to fast forward through all the stuff. But that black couple are married, marrying millions. Who this I'm man? So tra- in- Let's take a tangent. Who this man trying to fool that he's not gay? Who he trying to fool, baby? The masses, apparently. Um, You're doing a terrible job, sir. Girl, I just don't know what to think. The both of them, the the conversations that I have picked up on or saw, you know, uh, commercials of some. There's other people, you know, who kind of spotlight yeah. the show. Uh, I'm really just outdone. I'm he just, can't take I'm... you home because you'd be the first woman he'd ever brought there, baby. Listen, but her. <laughs> Anywho, why they on this show? We'll never know. Anyway, child, thank y'all for listening to our Married at First Sight recap. We had a blast. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. You have just listened to the Reigning Opinions Podcast with your hosts Carmen and Crystal. Be sure to visit our social media pages to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Reigning Opinions Podcast, we love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. The Reigning Opinions Podcast can also be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Reigning Opinions Podcast would love to let your opinion reign. If you would like to respond to anything from today's episode, call or text our opinion line at 972-729-9381. See you at the next episode.